Section fifty three of the Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri, translated by Courtney Langdon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Purgatorio, Canto nineteen. Purgatory, the fourth ring. Sloth. Dante's second dream. The angel of zeal. The fifth ring. Avarice and prodigality. Within the hour when vanquished by the earth, or even at times by Saturn, daytime's heat can warm the coldness of the moon no longer when geomancers see their greater fortune rise in the east ere dawn and on a path which doth not long stay dark for it a female approached me in a dream with stammering tongue with eyes asquint and crooked on her feet with hands lopped off and pallor on her face i fixed my gaze on her and as the sun brings comfort to cold limbs which night-time chills even so my looking at her freed her tongue and afterward in but a little time completely straightened her and gave that hue to her discoloured face which love desires as soon as she had thus unloosed her speech she then began to sing in such a way that from her i could hardly take my gaze i am she sang the lovely siren she who in mid-ocean mariners bewitches so much i please whoever heareth me i turned ulysses from his wandering course to hear my song and who gets used to me seldom departs so wholly i content him her mouth had not yet closed when lo a holy lady at my side appeared who ready was to put her to confusion o oh, virgil virgil who is this she cried in scornful tones whereat he then advanced with eyes set only on the modest one she seized the other opened her in front and rent her garments showing me her belly this woke me with the stench that issued from it i turned my eyes and my good teacher said i've called thee thrice at least arise and come we'll find the gate through which thou mayst ascend i rose and all the holy mountains rings were with the high day's light already filled as with the new sun back of us we moved while i was following him i held my head like one who having it bowed down by thought makes of himself a half arch of a bridge and then i heard come on the pass is here uttered in such a gentle kindly way as in this mortal land is never heard with outspread wings which seemed the wings of swans he who thus spoke directed us on high between the two side walls of the granite rock he moved his pinions then and fanning us affirmed that those who mourn are happy since possessed of comfort shall their spirits be what aileth thee that only on the ground thou gazest said my guide when past the angel both he and i had climbed a little way and i a recent dream which to itself inclines me makes me with such doubt advance that i cannot refrain from thought of it thou hast perceived said he that ancient witch who henceforth o'er us is alone lamented and seen how from her one is freed let that suffice thee strike thy heels upon the ground and turn thine eyes up toward the calling lure the eternal king whirls with the mighty wheels as is the falcon which at first looks down then turns around when called and spreads his wings keen for the quarry which attracts him such was i and thus as long as ere the rock was cleft to make a path for those that climb i went along to where the circling starts when out upon the fifth ring i had come 
people therein i saw who shedding tears were lying wholly prone upon its bed my soul hath cloven to the trodden ground i heard them saying with such heavy sighs that what they said could hardly be made out o ye elect of god whose sufferings here justice and hope are making less intense direct us toward the steps that lead on high if ye are come exempt from lying down and wish to find the path with greatest speed let your right sides be always outward turned thus asked the poet and not far ahead thus was the answer given hence as he spoke i noticed where the other speaker hid and then i turned mine eyes unto my lord whereat he granted with a cheerful nod that which the looks of my desiring asked when i was free to act as i inclined i came and stood above the soul whose words had made me notice him at first and said spirit who by thy tears art ripening that without which one cannot return to god for my sake stay awhile thy greater care say who thou wast why ye hold up your backs and whether thou wouldst have me get the aught from there whence i a living man set forth and he to me why toward itself the sky is turning here our backs thou'lt know but first know thou that i once sat in peter's chair tween siestri and chiavri there descends a lovely mountain stream and from its name my race's title takes its greatest boast for one month and a little more i felt how much the mighty mantle waits on him who keeps it from the mire for all loads else seem feathers my conversion was alas delayed but when rome's shepherd i was made i came to know how false the world's life was i saw that in it hearts can find no rest nor could one in it higher rise than i the love of this life hence was kindled in me till that time i had been a wretched soul cut off from god and wholly given to greed now as thou seest i'm punished for it here what avarice doth is here made manifest in this purgation of converted souls nor hath this mount a penalty more bitter and as our eyes were never upward turned because intently fixed on earthly things so justice here hath turned them to the ground as avarice quenched our love for all good things until well-doing had completely ceased so here doth justice hold us in restraint bound fast and fettered in our hands and feet and here we'll stay stretched out and motionless as long as it shall please the righteous lord i had knelt down and wished to speak but just as i began and he was made aware by listening only of my reverence what cause said he hath bent thee downward thus and i to him because of your high rank my conscience troubled me for standing up straighten thy legs my brother he replied and rise err not with thee and with the rest a fellow-servant of one power am i 
if thou hast ever fully understood those holy gospel words, they neither marry. Well canst thou see why I am speaking thus, and now be gone, I'd have thee stay no more, for, lingering here, thou hinderest the tears, wherewith I ripen that which thou hast said. A niece I have up yonder, called a larger, good in herself, so be it that our house by its example do not make her bad, and she is all that's left me up there. End of Purgatorio Canto 19